Welcome to the Unjaded Journey Podcast. My name is Jade Sapinik, and I'm inviting you to walk with me on my journey from being a jaded woman to becoming an unjaded woman walking with God. I'm excited to share with you my insights and also heal with you along the way. Please subscribe to my podcast and share with your friends and family. Today, I want to be talking to you about generational cycles. Um, basically, the big question is, and, and people may not even realize, what is a generational cycle? Well, basically, it's life choices repeated throughout generations. So, for instance, if your grandfather is an alcoholic, and then your dad is an alcoholic, and then you become an alcoholic, this is a repeated generational cycle. It's really important to be able to identify those and be able to know which cycles are good and which cycles are bad, because there are some things that are considered traditions, um, which can also be generational cycles. And there are positive generational cycles. So say, for instance, you're in a walk with God, and you pass that example down onto your children, and then they pass it on to their children. That's positive. That is so, so good. Um, Today, I'm talking more about negative generational cycles, the effects of them, and why it's important to break them. So what you'll find in generational cycles is, uh, especially negative generational cycles, is you'll find abuse, addictions, unhealed traumas, patterns of bad behaviors uh, repeated, and patterns of um, bad life choices repeated. And All of those things, if you think about it, are like, they're just a never-ending vicious cycle. It doesn't stop until one person decides that they don't want that life anymore. And that is what has happened with me. Um, When I was about 19, I decided to stop drinking alcohol. And... I just really had this yearning for a life that was different from my parents' life or and different from them. I didn't want to be like them. I wanted different. I was thinking to myself, there has to be something better out there. There has to be more to life than this. And there is. Oh, my goodness, there is. So... I decided to to kind of start making some changes then. I didn't realize at that time the extent of my trauma, and I did not realize the extent of the patterns that I had witnessed for now 19 years, right? So this was going to be a long journey ahead of me that I had no idea about. But what really started to get me interested in generational cycles and what what brought it to my attention is when I Uh, was pregnant with my son. So at first, and at that time, I had a decent relationship with both my parents. But when I became pregnant, I started thinking about who I was going to be as a parent, and what I wanted for my child, and what I would have wanted as a child. And I realized there were some really negative patterns of behavior And that started with probably my parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents. And it has just slowly trickled down and left this 
trail of brokenness and broken people and and just shattered people behind it. And so I really I really wanted to have my son in a different atmosphere and give him a different life, a better life than what I had had. And it was really really important that I I be the person for him that I needed when I was growing up. So that is what started me on this journey of learning about generational cycles and learning how to break them. Some of the the things that come with the negative uh, generational cycles and the effects that come from those are living the life of feeling like you're on this never-ending roller coaster, like you you finally think you're going to get up and over the hump, and then boom, you're back down. And a lot of that does come from a life without a walk with God. And that that's definitely where I'm at right now, realizing that, hey, I don't want to repeat these generational cycles, but I can't do it alone. So I need to lean on God for that. The other effects of generational cycles are addiction. You'll pass down this addiction. And if you're not passing down an addiction, you're passing down an urge for an addiction because they want to numb the pain from the cycles that you have placed on them. Like they didn't choose this. Your children didn't choose this. There's the abuse factor. People become angry and enraged. And if they're seeing you handle it in a violent way and they have had you act out in a violent way towards them, then what are they going to do? They're going to act out in violence. They are going to repeat what they see from you. And this is going to trickle down. Think about it this way. Every person they form a relationship with is going to catch the wrath of your generational cycle. Every child they bring into this world is going to catch the wrath of that generational cycle. And then their grandkids and their grandkids and their grandkids and each and every person that they form a relationship with. This is a big spider web. This is something that is going to affect a mass amount of people if it's not stopped, if you cannot break that generational cycle. It's a nasty, nasty ripple effect. So the other part of that is we are depriving our children, if we are not breaking those negative generational cycles, we are depriving our children of the best chance that they have at life. We are not preparing them in the very best way. Maybe we don't know another way. Maybe all we know is this. Pick up a book. Listen to a podcast. Learn about it. Take a class so you can do better. You do not have to be in the patterns of your family. And sometimes people don't even realize they're repeating the patterns of their family. They think they're doing better. They think because they survived it that they're doing better. When in reality, what have they done to stop those behaviors? What have they done to encourage a better life for their children and a better example within themselves? If you are repeating what you see, 
from your parents? Why aren't your children going to repeat what they see from you? You are their role model. You are their guidance in life. You should be leading them to Jesus, to God, to following God. Teaching them how to manage their emotions at a really young age. Teaching them how men and women handle their situations. Teaching them to be good, giving, kind, firm people, humans. That's your job. And that's why I say it's so important to break them. We have to do it for our kids. We have to give our kids the very best chance that we can at life. And if we are not equipping them with the necessary tools, we are the ones hurting them. If we're not breaking those generational cycles and saying, you know what, mom, You abused me. You called me names. You neglected me. I will not allow my son to grow up with a mother like that. I will not be you. You know what, dad? You yelled. You threw stuff. You put me down every chance you got. I will not allow my child to feel that pain from a parent because I know how it feels. It goes back to that old treat people the way you want to be treated, right? That's so true. You want to teach your children how they should be treated for their future relationships. Because let me tell you, I'm sitting here today dealing with the ramifications of generational cycles, the abuse that my parents passed on to me the negative self-image that my parents passed on to me because I was never going to be good enough. The way that they treated that they treated me is the way I've allowed partners to treat me. I became a people pleaser because I just wanted to be loved because I didn't feel that as a child. I became a spoon feeder and allowed myself to be taken advantage of because all I wanted was a family and love. Had I gotten all of that as a child, I would not have been through the hellacious relationships that I've been through. You know, the the other thing, which I'll do another podcast on this one because this just hits so, so deep for me, is... I grew up in the church with my mom. My mom and dad, who divorced when I was two, they met in a church. They went to Bible study. They followed all the, I'm going to do air quotes here, all the rules they were supposed to. But I'll tell you what, their home life was horrid. Their morals were horrid. My mom and my stepdad, we would leave church and he'd be beating her on the way home. Why would I want to continue a life in the church when this is what my life looked like in the church? So if you are going to guide your children on a walk with God, be that better example. Don't be that hypocritical person that can leave church 
and abuse somebody. If you're going to pray, you're going to worship, you're going to throw these scriptures out at people. And you're going to go home and hit your kid? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Be the example that your children need you to be regardless of what you're used to. Regardless of what you've known your whole life. Because I promise you, there are a million different ways to do things. You do not have to continue down that path. You do not have to continue that cycle. You be the bloodline breaker. You be the person that steps up and says, no more. No more of this. It's crazy to watch and to acknowledge all of these things because now I see the patterns everywhere I go. And I, I see them in my own family, um, through my uncles, my aunts, through their children. And it's just, it's heartbreaking because I look at my cousins and I go, man, you just, you know, you didn't have a chance. This is the life you were bred for. And that, that's where I've, I've kind of been stuck too is I was bred for this life, but I'm choosing another. And that does leave me in a state of battling myself because it's battling my genetics. It's battling my life long pattern, my family pattern to be different. And it's not easy. It is not easy. But let me tell you something. I have three boys. Uh, one of them's biological. The other two are just heart stealers who I love very, very much. I was in therapy. Still, I'm in therapy, actually. Quite a bit of therapy because I am tackling my childhood traumas like, like an NFL. Uh, what would you call it? Linebacker? <laughs> I'm not very good with sports. But he had me fill out this form and he's and it was by color my dad was in black my mom was in red my siblings were in purple and i described my parents i described my bro my brother then i described my behaviors as a result of these things and then I res uh, described my psychological state because of those things. And then we're going to work to integrate those into something else. I don't know. It's some sort of a, an exercise that we're doing, which I'm looking forward to. But as I was filling out that form, oh, and the other thing was it, it, it talked about how the actions of my parents made me feel about myself, what that did to my self-esteem. And as I'm filling out that form, I'm just shattered because I'm thinking my oldest boys are going to be filling out this form the same way because of the way that their parents are doing them and are repeating their generational cycles. And I'll guarantee you neither one of their parents truly know that they're doing it. 
but it was it was shattering it was it was so gut-wrenching to realize that they are going to be sitting right where I am someday they're going to be filling out this form or a form similar just like I am and it's going to look the same it's going to have the same hurts it's going to have the same voids it's going to have the same emptiness it's going to have the same critical crushing behavior that I had because of their parents. That's gut-wrenching. Our kids and our grandkids and everyone that they come into contact with and relationships with deserve to have the best version of the people we are bringing up in this life. Have you ever been traumatized in a relationship? or broken by the words of someone that you love? How nice would it have been to not have to go through that? To not have to be hurt at the hands or the tongue of someone else? That's what I want. I want my son to be an empathizer. Not to the extent of sabotaging or sacrificing himself, but to empathize, to love, to guide, to embrace people and not beat them down and break them down. And as long as those generational cycles are being repeated through me, that's exactly what's going to happen. And I won't allow it. I will fight tooth and nail for my boys to have the best possible life that they can and maybe I can't break their generational cycles as far as for my oldest boys but I can try I can try and I can pray and I can pray the blood of Jesus over them and I can stop my son's generational cycles I can stop them from my side show him a better way and then I can equip him with what he needs to combat the generational cycles from his dad's side. Because he's going to have strength. This, this boy is so amazing. He has an, a strength that comes from down deep in him. And I know, of course, I'm not taking credit for this because he's amazing and God has just worked miracles in bringing him into this world. But I know that if I was walking that generational psychopath, it sounded like I said psychopath, psychopath, he would not be who he is today. Do it for your kids. Do it for their relationships so they can have healthy, happy relationships later on in life. That's been one of my biggest struggles. Being able to let someone in, and recently I did and got really hurt, but we'll talk about that more later. <laughs> but there were patterns repeated in that from both of our families, generational cycles. As much as I broke them in my parenting, I have not broken them in my relationships. So that's a new challenge for me. I have to break the cycles in my relationships. And, and breaking the cycles isn't necessarily saying that I'm repeating the behavior. 
but the behaviors that were done to me caused hurts and damage and I haven't healed that damage. So there I have given the generational cycle power in my relationships. I can't get through it without God. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to my rant. (laughs) I didn't mean for it to be a rant, but you know, passionate. I'm passionate about this topic. I am so passionate about it. It's so important. So if you have anyone that you think might benefit from this message and possibly from what my podcast can bring to the table, please uh, share this with them and also click subscribe to stay up to date on my newest episodes. And remember that you are beautiful, wonderful, amazing, and perfect just the way you are. And don't let anybody tell you any different.